Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Jeff Georgie, and I am the host of the Quad C Podcast, where we connect with progressive minds in education. And today's guest is Jasmine Chan from Harvard Student Agencies, where she is the managing director. Jasmine's going to be going over how she got involved with tutoring, what Harvard Student Agencies is all about, advice for students on discovering their path through experience, and what were the driving forces behind their decision to partner with TutorOcean and Quad C. And last and not least, debunking the myth that you have to be rich to get into Harvard. What's going on, everybody? My name is Jeff Georgie. I'm the host of the Quad C podcast. And today I'm super excited because we have Jasmine Chan on our show today. Jasmine Chan has a lot of different positions at Harvard and within Harvard Student Agencies. She is both the managing director of Harvard Student Agencies Tutoring, and she's also on the board of directors for Harvard Student Agencies, AKA HSA. How are you doing today, Jasmine? Great, great. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing great. Thank you for joining us. Really of looking forward to this. We have been, uh, you know, we've, we've obviously connected, um, you know, before this podcast, it's, uh, it's actually, I think it's been over a year. Yeah, yeah, it has. And um, yeah, and I figured, you know, hey, let's get on here. Let's share the story. We're doing some great things together. And, uh, you know, this, this podcast is, is about um, highlighting progressive minds in education. And, and you were definitely one of those. So happy, happy to have you doing this. And thanks for, thanks for getting on with us. Thank you. It's an honor to be invited. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, so let's let's kick things off here. So, I want I want I want to let the audience know and the, the listeners know, um, and I like to know more as well. Um, how did you start getting involved with Harvard? Were you did you start studying there? Like, how was your let's even before HSA? How did you get involved with Harvard? Yeah, so I'll, I guess I'll start off a little bit about the background of myself. So I was actually yeah. born in Hong Kong. I came to the U.S. when I was around six years old. So my parents never went to college. I'm completely first generation low income. So I never really thought I would even step close to Harvard, much less, you know, be a student here. So right. I actually started as a student here last year. So I'm currently a sophomore. Um, and before that, honestly, I had no experience with education whatsoever other than, you know, me maybe getting tutored by someone else or maybe helping out a friend here and there during high school. But no way did I ever think I would be a student at Harvard, much less um, join Harvard Student Agencies, become a managing director, become board of directors, whatever it is. So it's definitely an honor to be here right now. I've been very, very lucky in, in my life. But I started at HSA, specifically HSA tutoring um, in October of my freshman year, so about a year and a half ago almost. Um, so I was the partnerships manager of HSA tutoring. Um, it was really the first time I really got involved with education, but I found myself really easily getting like diving deeper into it. I found it very interesting. The people that I was working with, everything around that was amazing. Um, I got to work with some really big partners, um, super smart people that were leading um, startups. Met Jeff um, near closer to the end of my term as partnerships manager, but 
yeah, I've got to meet a lot of smart people and it really has been a really big part of my decision to kind of stay within HSA tutoring. Um, I was really inspired by a lot of their like missions and journeys and it made me think like maybe I could make a difference in HSA tutoring. Um, so from there, I was given somewhat of a soft promotion to managing director in September. Um, because our previous ma uh, managing, managing director uh, took a leave of absence because of COVID and was doing his own internship outside of HSA. So I was given a uh, soft promotion and I was able to start making changes to the agency that I thought would be beneficial not only for our growth, but also yeah, yeah. for our students and all the partners that we were working with. So yeah. Awesome. awesome. So before we get into those changes, um, let's give let's give everybody an overview, maybe kind of just, you know, a 10,000 foot view. What is HSA? What is Harvard Student Agencies? Yeah, Harvard Student Agencies was founded in, I believe, 1957. So we've been around for quite a long time. We are a complete nonprofit and there are currently 13 different agencies under the brand name of Harvard Student Agencies. We are a completely student-run company. So our president, all the way to all of our first-year managers are all current Harvard students. Um, so this is what we do part-time outside of our studies, anywhere from 15 to 20 to even maybe 30 hours per week if it's a particularly busy week. Um, so we have agencies that branch all the way from education, obviously, to software engineering, to consulting. Um, there's a bunch of different areas for us to focus on. So um, we kind of come in, there's a year-to-year -year kind of um, turnover. So everybody stays for a year, typically, um, to do their first-year position. And if you're lucky enough, if you um, are invested enough in the company, you get to potentially go for a second-year position, which is what I am in currently. Nice. And then if you do get to stay for a third year typically that would be the president c-suite level of the company which is obviously a very fascinating experience um but yeah so there's many so like it's so there's many different aspects from what i gather of hsa it's not just tutoring there's a lot of different pieces to it right what are what are some of the could you give like an overview of all the different uh, all the different elements or the services or the programs of hsa yeah, for sure. So obviously, as you know, now um, we do have an education sector of HSA, which is tutoring and the academies, which is our sister agency. So we provide pretty much a lot of services for anywhere from high school students to even younger and potentially even a couple of college students. Um, one of our other agencies, which is HSA Dev, um, they do a lot of software development, software engineering. So they work with partners in order to develop apps. They do a lot of graphic design stuff. It's honestly really awesome, but I could, cool. I could honestly never do that. Um, we have marketing agencies that does uh, marketing for some of the small businesses or larger yeah. businesses that are near, um, closer to our campus, um, typically to help them advertise to the Harvard population population or beyond. We have a Gen Z um, kind of like study group type thing. Um, so they're called Campus Insights. So they do somewhat of like consulting business um, almost for people whose target demographic are typically Gen Zers. Um, that way they can do the uh, market research for them, the customer research for them. So that's also really, really cool. So Gen Zers. Yeah, there's a lot of different things that yeah. we do. So it's, that's there's, cool. There's always a spot for everyone, which is great. That's awesome. So like Gen Zers helping others 
target Gen Zers, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, what, yeah. What a better... I think it's it's mostly because like as Gen Zers, like we know exactly like what we're looking for. We know how to reach out to people. We know like exactly yeah. like how to ask certain questions to like get their like genuine response and stuff like that. So I think it's a really good approach to come in with. Yeah. And I think it's super important. I think, you know, even technologies, businesses outside of education, um, have to understand that, you know, even myself, you know, I don't know what generation I fall into. I'm 32 years old. Uh, I think I'm classified as a millennial, I believe, but I know that, you know, ease of access and user experience and what I, what I, what I tell others and what I advise and what we advise to other schools is, you know, make the user experience as easy as possible. Exactly. Your students have to click five different things or, you know, they get a, they get a review feedback form that looks like an essay, um, you know, then you're going to wonder why you're not getting feedback. Right. So exactly, exactly. What I, yeah. So we like to look at things like what is Uber doing? What is Spotify doing? Right. Um, I use this other app called loom video. Um, and it's just so easy to just get started and sign in or Canva. Right. Um, so yeah, so that's cool. So, so there seems to be a big emphasis with HSA on experience, mm-hmm. giving students experience, like not just reading, but you know, you mentioned the thing with the computer science, building applications, the agents, the marketing side for like design, graphic design, branding, and then you're on the, t- right, then you're on, uh, your main focus, if I'm not mistaken, is on the tutoring side, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. And um what would you, so going into that, how would you describe the, the tutoring service? Because a lot of tutoring, so you, you guys are, are pretty different from a lot of others. Like there's tutoring services within schools that have their tutors, right? And their students and they link up. But HSA is a little bit different, right? Because the tutors don't just serve the students on campus. It's a lot more than just that, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. So I can kind of link this back to the HSA um, like mission. So we have two big parts to our mission. One is business education and two is hands-on experience. So that kind of really brings together everything that tutoring stands for as well. One, obviously we care a lot about education, about our students, about our tutors, etc. cetera. Um, so we stand here kind of as like a connection between people who think that, you know, Harvard or Ivy's or just like colleges in general are out of their reach and we kind of stand here to bridge that gap. Um, So our model is a little bit different rather than serving the students that are on Harvard campus, our resources are actually the students that are on Harvard campus. So all of our tutors are current Harvard students and we connect them with students pretty much all around the world. Majority of them are typically high school students in the US, but we connect them and make sure that, you know, they have that resource there, whether that be just support academically through any, um, you know, any private tutoring subject, whether that yeah. be from like basic math all the way to AP, um, AP tests, AP subjects, etc., or anywhere on the college application process, because we very, very recently just came from this process. We have the most updated information in terms of how to get through it, what's the best advice, whether that be 
SAT, ACT testing, whether that be like how to write a college essay that like really moves people, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the angle that we come from really trying to share our experience, especially since a lot of us, like especially myself, like as a low income student, first generation student, I didn't get much support from my parents, weren't really able to, had to really look elsewhere for that support. So that hits really big with me, really brings that point home in terms of really being able to use whatever experience that I've got to give it, to give back to the community and hopefully help other students do the same thing. That's awesome. So did you, did you know, I I had some personal experiences with tutoring in the past that have helped me Uh, shout out to, to my friend, Sid Farasi. Um, And, um, but what about yourself? Was there a particular reason why you why you you went the tutoring route? Was there an experience in your past where you had good experience with tutoring and like you value that one to one or that small group interaction and and teaching and learning mentoring? Like I'd, I'd be curious to know like what made you kind of get into the tutoring world and and what got you excited about that? Yeah, for sure. I personally have always loved helping people. That's kind of part of who I am. Um, I did a lot of tutoring when I was in high school. Personally, I didn't get tutored too much. I was always the type of person that was a little bit afraid to ask for help. So I'd like Uh, to figure things out on my own. But I really liked helping all my friends when it came to, you know, any questions that they had on homework or anything like that. So I did a lot of after school tutoring when I was back in high school. Um, So I kind of wanted to bring that back, um, you know, when I was looking into HSA, I was always I was always interested in business and potentially pursuing something in that realm after I graduated right. college. Obviously, though, business is a very vague and broad term, so I right. really had no idea what I wanted to do. So after looking through like the list of agencies that HSA offered, I found myself gravitating towards education just because yes. like. This is something that I had experience with. This is something that I like to do to help people. And if I am able to connect all these amazing Harvard students with people who are in need of that, then that's what I will do. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's great. And again, some more, more focus on like the experience. And you said, you said something that really, um, really resonates with me. And I think a lot of others is we don't really know what we want to do. You know, when you go into a business major, I mean, business, like you just said, there are so many things in business. There's economics, there's, you want to go into finance, you want to, you want to go into sales, you want to go into um, uh, logistics and operations. I mean, there's so many things. And, and something from, for me personally is, you know, I went through that and it wasn't until I got an internship and then that's what helped me um, find my path, right? I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I was reading all these books and I knew that I needed to step away from the classroom and go outside. Mm-hmm. And I had a feeling I wanted to do business. I just wasn't sure exactly what, you know, exactly, a lot of my friends yeah. were telling me like, oh, Jeff, you're really social, maybe, you know, marketing or sales or whatever. I didn't know, but I had to experience it for myself, right? Yeah, exactly. You never know until you do it, which is a really big part of this. Yeah, I had no idea what I want to do. I still really don't really know what I want to do. And I have a couple years to figure it out. But um, yeah, this is, I think, in a way, a really good step for me to try to figure out, oh, do I like management? Do I like doing operations? Um, And this hands-on experience has really, really helped me in learning what I do and don't like. (laughs) No doubt. No, absolutely. In fact, this is, I think, the most vital part of your education, Mm -hmm. right? And now you are figuring it out, right? You're in education. 
you're also doing, there's so many things that I don't know that you're doing behind the scenes to build this organization, to support mm-hmm. it. There's a lot of things that happen behind the scenes. Maybe you find yourself good with managing people or, um, you know, organizing events or whatever the case may be. Right. But you're doing, you're doing a lot of things. You're wearing many different hats in your position. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously you've gotten, uh, you've uh, climbed up the ladder, so to speak, where you've, you know, you've taken that leadership role. I can feel it, you know, even from our conversations with, <laughs> with how you deal with Curtis and her team, you know, like you're so, you're so, you care about this. It's like one of your little babies, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, it really, really is. Yeah. yeah. So um, what, what do you think, what, where do you want to, where do you, what's, what's kind of like on the roadmap um, with, with HSA tutoring and the, and the projects you're involved in. Like, I know you're, you're, I know we're working together, right? We're, we're, you're, we're partnered together, um, through our, through, through Tutor Ocean. You know, obviously now we have our holistic solution brand quad C, but you know, you do, you are leveraging our product and our service and our, and our, and our brand Tutor Ocean. Um, but what made you first, I guess my first question is what made you want to partner with us when there's so many other options there's so many other you know quote-unquote vendors out there like I guess my first question would be uh, what how and why did did you see the partnership with us why did like what stood out and why why did you guys partner with us I think where this should start is probably back when the fir- the pandemic first started, everything started going online. Um, I remember, Jeff, you were, I think, my first contact at um, Tudor Ocean. So okay. we talked a lot about potentially partnering. I was the partnerships manager. And yes. we had this going in the complete opposite way. This ending result was not what right. we expected at all. Um, but yeah, so... When everything went online during the pandemic, we had not necessarily a tough time just because a lot of our tutoring was virtual already. We were doing a lot of it through Zoom. Um, But my personal goal having, like after I was kind of promoted, my personal goal was to make sure that the quality of the tutoring was not lacking just because we were going online and that the student's experience was not affected just because they weren't in person or that, you know, like they weren't able to make that connection with their tutor because a really big part of what this tutoring like experience is, is to really make a connection with your tutor, making sure that like you are comfortable going to them with any questions that you have. They're there as a resource, not just like, not just like the, oh, I scheduled five to 6 p.m. on Saturday, like you're only available to me then. It's really more of a relationship outside of those tutoring hours, making sure they're there, you know, for you and making sure that that you're comfortable with them to go to them for whatever you need. And that is a really, really big part of why I do this because, the Harvard people that I have met are super down to earth, always willing to help no matter what, like no matter what it is. And I want other people to have access to that kind of help as well. So why we decided to kind of pivot on our original partnership model with Tudor Ocean um, and into what it is today was in part really, really big by Curtis and kind of his passion about what we were doing. So many times he would say, you know, it's not about the money. It's like really about making sure that you guys are happy with like whatever we're doing for you. We're willing to make whatever changes you need, um, whatever 
whatever modifications that like fits our company model better, just because what we do is very, very different from what you guys typically offer to higher ed um, for business institutions, et cetera. So we went through a very, very long development process, discussion process, just to make sure that, you know, both um, what we needed was doable and that they were giving us, like you guys were giving us everything that we needed. So that was a really, really big reason why I decided to pursue this relationship with Tudor Ocean because I knew like y'all really cared. Um, and it wasn't just, you know, about like, oh, they're another kind of like partnership that we can talk about. It was more so that like this is a relationship that we're building and it's going to yeah. be a long term thing. So that really Absolutely. struck with me. That's, uh, you know, it's interesting. I was talking, I had another, another episode that I had with, uh, uh, Theo, Theo Tate from GSU. And that's, that's also what he mentioned is that it's one thing that stood out is, you know, our ability to be flexible. Like, obviously there's mm-hmm. a certain point, you know, I like to give the analogy that we're kind of like bamboo, we're <laughs> flexible, but we're mm-hmm. also firm, right. Yeah. Um, firm in our technology. And obviously, you know, I'm sure you have so much like a long wish list, and I'm, and obviously Curtis and the team and Matt and Emily shout out to them they did a great job of, you know, okay, what are the most important things you need right now? Mm-hmm. What are the, you know, what do you need right now? What's most important? What are the, also the, you know, the second tier important things? And then what are your wish list items? And I think you're seeing from what I've seen, cause I've, I've, you know, taken a look at the platform and what they're building. It's continuing to evolve. It's not yeah, going to be. Yeah. It's changing you know? every day. It's always improving. It's amazing. You're going to, and that's it. And that's what we believe in. And we're never going to, we're never going to tell people, Hey, you know, this is our product. Take it, leave it. See you later. Ciao. Bye. Exactly, exactly. We're not about that. We're about evolving. Yeah. And, um, and you also get brought up another really good point. Money, you know, yes, obviously money is, is part of it. Right. Um, I view it as one of the four pillars, right? Health, wealth, love, and happiness. Um, but it's not all about money right? Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, we need a certain amount of resources to be able to fund certain projects, of course, but it's, if, you know, if companies are just looking at money, that's just sort short-sighted in, in, in my opinion. And, and like yeah. you said, it's about that partnership and where this can go and the evolution. Exactly, exactly. And- yeah. Another shout out to Will too. Every single yeah. conversation I've had with him, that man really does inspire me. He, his story is amazing. Yes. Um, everything about who he is yes. has really inspired me to stay in ed tech as well. So yeah, he's, he's, and yeah, he's, uh, he's part of the reason why I'm here as well. <laughs> yeah. So um, where, do, where, what are some of the things, then my next question would be where, where, what's kind of the roadmap in your, in your vision and maybe Curtis already knows some of these things and, but again, let's share it with our, with our audience. Um, what are some of the things that you want to do in the future? What are, what are mm-hmm. kind of some things on the horizon that you're, you're, you're thinking of? I know, I know you got a lot of ideas up there. Yeah. So. So, yeah, like, um, big changes are coming. Um, and one thing that like we're doing that's like kind of more internal is making sure that, you know, our customers really connect with us, not just, you know, the email, not like a very distant relationship is something that I don't really like. I really, this is one of my biggest things this year is to make sure that the the customers, the students all know exactly who the management team is, exactly know how to reach us, make sure that before they even purchase anything from our website, know that they can connect with us and we're here to help in whatever way they need. Mm -hmm. I think that is one of my biggest things for this year. I think, especially during a pandemic, like I think everybody can, can, you know, should get all the support that they can get. Um, 
So that's kind of one of my biggest things this year. And honestly, the partnership with Tudor Ocean plays a really big role in uh, my goals this year, which is one, to connect with our customers and two, to make everything easier for them, make everything more streamlined. So with the Tudor Ocean platform, that makes it easier for them to, you know, check exactly how many remaining hours they might have left with their tutor, to communicate with their tutor, for them to have an easier way to directly reach out to me or our operations manager. I think those are all really important things um, this going year. But the other side of my big plans for this year and, yeah. and hopefully more years to come, um, is really to make tutoring and the resource of Harvard tutors uh, a lot more accessible. I think one thing um, that a lot of people think is that like, oh, like Harvard students, like they're too smart. They're like snobby. They won't want to help. Mm. And like that is mm. honestly the farthest thing from the truth. I, I do not claim to be smart at all whatsoever. <laughs> and whenever I need help, my friends are always the first ones that step up. And like, whether that be on projects or anything like personal, they're always the first ones to volunteer. And that's something that I want to share with the rest of the world to kind of like break that whole myth about how like Harvard students just like won't help they're like too smart they have too much to do with their time to bother stuff like that and like that's just so not true so one of the things that I am doing um, to kind of bridge that gap a little bit more between students and like what they think Harvard students are and what Harvard students really are. Um, one thing is our free consultations on our website. So this is a chance for anybody who is wondering about our services, wondering about our tutors, wondering about how we work, any questions that they have, they can feel free to um, book a free consultation on our website with me, with any of our managers. So we currently have a team of four people. So there's me, our operations manager, Josh, our marketing manager, Esther, and our partnerships manager, Corey. You can schedule a meeting with any one of us, all four of us, if you wanted to, um, to get to know like who we are, um, like who are the people operating the company, um, just so you get that personal connection there. And another initiative that I'm planning to kind of provide to make things a little bit more, even more accessible um, is a financial aid program, because mm. I know that obviously like one, it's a pandemic currently and we're all yeah. in like a time of need. So I do want to make this a little bit easier for everybody. And two, yeah. I come from a low income background. I know what it's right. like to not have like the resources to reach out to like super like big tutors, brand names, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and I do want to bridge that gap a little bit more to make sure that like, even if you don't have that type of resource, um, we can try to make it work for you. We can try to personalize that and like yeah. make sure that, you know, you are getting what you need, whatever student it is, like you have right. that resource there and we'll try to get it to you as much as we possibly can. And obviously, like, as you said before, there's a certain like level where we just need to operate, but sure, sure. like whatever we can do to kind of help, that's something that is really meaningful to me and something yeah. that I really want to do this year. That's awesome. And, 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 you know, I don't think people in or schools, you know, certainly with the folks that I deal with in higher ed, like they're not used to hearing a company or me you know, the salesperson, quote unquote, tell them like, Hey, listen, like, this is what the investment would be, but just be transparent with me. You know, if you go to your meetings and you don't have 25,000, but you have 21,000, like just tell yeah, me, right. Exactly, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, like we'll work, like we'll work something out. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll work around, right. Just be transparent. And I don't think again, a lot of, um, especially those in higher ed 
because those are the ones that we're, we're serving and targeting. They're not used to that where they're just, they're just used to hearing like, oh no, this is it. And they don't really, there's not as much emphasis on the partnership and, 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 and the, really with the, the long-term exactly, exactly. play, right? Everybody's focused on the short-term. So you've got so many great ideas. That's awesome. Make sure that Curtis, I'm sure Curtis is, is, knows about these, but if he doesn't make sure we knows. I'm interested to, you know, when, obviously this podcast is not about going about all the things that you need, but the financial aid, really interesting. And part of the reason why we went and, and created a holistic name quad C is because now we're connecting students with a wide variety of services. So mm-hmm. in the future date, we'd love to know more about your financial aid needs because absolutely, yes, absolutely. connecting students with financial aid services, right? Again, we're all about connecting, communicating, collaborating, consolidating. And you mentioned something else too, communication, right? You're mentioning all these things about how much easier streamlining. And, you know, Jasmine, sometimes I talk to someone at a school and they, I don't know, it just, we don't see eye to eye. Yeah. But then I talk to someone else like you or I talk to someone else and, and it, may, it may seem something simple like communication, just being able to chat, right? And say, hey, sorry, I can't make it. Got to reschedule or, oh no, my basement's flooding, can't make it or... <laughs> not relying on someone at the front desk to manage everything and, mm-hmm. and, and just being able for ease of communication. And then I ask, you know, sometimes I ask the, the folks that I talk to in higher ed that have these challenges and I say, well, how are you doing it right now? And there's a chat bot on their website that doesn't work or they're like, oh, we're doing it by email. And I'm like, but don't you think it would be easier to do yeah, it like this? And exactly, you know, sometimes exactly. people get it, people don't, but you do. And that's, I think that's why we're working together because we align ourselves with, those progressive minds and those thinkers, right? And yeah. um, that's it. Yeah, so. I totally agree. Yeah, no, we have, we also have a chat box on our website, but I have tried and tried to respond to everybody as soon as I can. But sometimes I'm either in the middle of class and I get a right. message and I'm like, give me one second. So yeah, I reply yeah. really quickly before going back to class. But yeah, yeah, no, I think I really, really want to try to make this as easy as pe- as possible for people yep. to reach out to us. I feel like that is really the bare minimum it should be. Yeah especially if you're dealing with Gen Zers, right? <laughs> so Will, like, Will, we can nudge Will for some AI, you know, chat uh, notifications, responding and get to help Jasmine out with the chat responses. So, so Jasmine, what, how do you, how, how, how do you, like everybody kind of views, you know, they have their own definitions or how they view tutoring. Um, how, how would you, because I, I see tutoring as more than just, hey, help me with this problem, right? Help me with this equation or whatever it is. I think tutoring goes way beyond that, you know, in my, in my opinion, mm-hmm. from, from my experience, from what I've seen, and I'm sure, right? So how do you, like, what, what are your, like, how do you view tutoring? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I kind of mentioned this before. I view it as a really big of a bonding experience. I yeah. think the relationship between a tutor and a student is not that simple. It's not just let me help you with this homework question and never talk again. I am honestly very against that. Um, I think the role of a tutor um, with a student is not only to help them, like, you know, get the right answer. It's really to help them understand and grow, um, not even as a student, but like as a person. The impact I think that a tutor can have on a student is or can be a lot bigger than just like that one day. I think a tutor can really change like 
somebody's kind of like thought process and like what they believe in for the rest of their life. And like, I know that sounds kind of cliche, but like, I've seen it happen with my own eyes, you know, like, I have seen people become tutors because of their, of the impact that their like tutors have given them in the past. And like, I really do think it's supposed to be an experience that like positively changes you um, in terms of like, how you're, you know, uh, how you're approaching certain things, whether that be like a problem on a worksheet or like a problem in real life, it should really be like kind of helping you grow in your like thought process in like how you think in, you know, what you believe in, anything like that, I think is the best way that a tutor can be with students. It's something that when we're training all of our tutors, this is something that I bring up to a lot of them in terms of like, you know, making sure that you connect with your student, not just, you know, be like, hey, like this is the answer. No, like you got to explain it to them, make sure like you're walking them through and that, you know, they're getting to the answers on their own because like, you're not going to be there when they're taking an exam, like they're going to have to do it on their own. And like, that's the more valuable experience and like, you know, learnings that you can give that you can give to them. That's honestly, I think the best gift that a tutor can give to their student. 100%. Yeah. I I remember when I, when I went through tutoring, they helped me like build a strong foundation Exactly. Yeah. And I would use that foundation, those modus operandi, right? The methods of operation, implement that with whatever essay question or Mm -hmm. the, the, like how to dissect the problem, right? Dissect it into components. All right. First take, you know, the first point, figure out what that equals, then move on to the next, you know, and and that applies to so many different things, not just that question on that exam exactly yeah no I yeah I'm really big into real life application I personally like sometimes when I'm like learning things that I'm like oh I'm never gonna use this in real life I get to the point where I'm a little discouraged and I'm like why am I learning this but I think like in tutoring like especially with that type of problem like you can apply it to real life like problem solving is something that like it's a skill that you really need in all aspects of life whether that be on an exam or like one day when you actually are faced with a problem you learn you know what should I be looking at um what are some potential solutions I should be considering etc and I feel like that is the most valuable yeah. part. I think too, like come to think of it, I'm just thinking if on the fly, like you're also as a student, when you're with a tutor, like you put your ego at the door, mm-hmm. you always realize that there's something to learn, right? Mm-hmm. And, exactly. all, and I don't know, I find tutoring like a, a kind of a soft approach to that, you know, like, like the tutor's there to help. They're not going to, they're not going to say like, oh, you know, come on, you need to know all this and you got to do mm-hmm. better. And it, it's more about like them mentoring and and really helping out the student again not just for that particular problem but for a lot of other things um, Mm -hmm. that they can apply to in life like like you mentioned right um so what are so we we kind of you know we spoke about this earlier about some of the folks that you know you're a progressive thinker you're a progressive mind you want to bring all you're doing some amazing things with the harvard uh student agency tutoring um what are some you know i've got my share fair of status quo is that I like to challenge, whether that be in education, whether that be in the sales, you know, uh, world, um, business world, but what are some, or what is one, or maybe some, uh, status quo is that, that, that you're challenging that, that, that you want to challenge? 
Yeah, for sure. This is kind of something that I brought up earlier, but Mm -hmm. really bridging that gap between, you know, people who are under resourced and Mm -hmm. this whole idea of college of like Ivy League, of, you know, top colleges, whatever it is, like, obviously, like, I never expected to be where I am right now. And I'm like, super grateful for like, whatever, everything that in my life that has gotten me here. But that's not to say that it's not possible for anyone else. And I really want to kind of like slam that point in. Because like, there is this myth that like, oh, if you, you know, if you're coming from an under-resourced school, or if you're like, parents like don't know how to help you, or if you don't have a ton of money, like you can't make it to these big colleges, you can't like, you can't like progress with your own future and your own career. And like, I quite honestly hate that idea. Um, I hate how that has always like, put up a barrier with people who are so so smart and like so qualified and right. that they're just like scared of even applying because they're scared of that rejection and I like really want to get rid of that idea in people's minds and I think HSA tutoring is one way that I can help do that because like people from Harvard like come from literally all different sorts of backgrounds I have met people with like the most interesting ones and I have met people that are like exactly what people expect like have money or like came from a prep school or anything like that like literally people like if you walk onto campus on a normal year um you like you look around and every single person comes from a different background and like I don't think people understand that well enough. And that's something that I really want to prove with HSA tutoring is that like, you don't have to be super like privileged or super like well-known or anything like that to get Mm -hmm. into college, Mm -hmm. much less like an Ivy, um, but like into college in general. I feel like a lot of people who come from like under-resourced backgrounds, then college itself is like not a possibility. And I really want to help change that because some of the brightest minds come from backgrounds that aren't very typical because they've had, yeah, exactly. They've had to live through more difficult things. They've had to learn how to like carry themselves, how to be more responsible. And I think that generates and builds a very strong mindset that like, like cultivated and like if they have the support that they need, then like that can be really, really big. And like that can create really big things in the future too. 100%. You know, I also think of, you know, I mean, the list goes on and on Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Like he didn't really have a lot, but he made it, you know, and there's, there's another thing that I was reading about advantages that immigrants have because they have to put themselves in a different environment exactly whereas others don't so they have to work with what they have and also depending on where they come from right you know if they're coming from a country that currency isn't as valued as let's say the canadian dollar or the u.s dollar and then they're moving you know to north america it's it's definitely a different perspective and they didn't have those things so they had to work they had to you know use their creativity use their ability to um i want to say like um frugalness but in in a good sense of like leveraging the resources at maximum capacity that I can because I don't Mm -hmm. have as many resources right yeah yeah no I I think like honestly like I want to be able to put everybody on a level playing field I think like sometimes like we don't give enough credit to people who do come from a like different background but like at the same time like people who do come from like a 
like really well built like background like sometimes we also like discredit them for like oh like you only got in because you're rich and like I think that is also wrong because like they're also very hardworking. like every person that I've met at Harvard at least like and I'm sure at all other schools as well like really deserve to be here they didn't like just pay their way in or like anything like that like everybody does genuinely work very very hard to get where they are today and like being at Harvard is like one thing but the payoff that you'll get like through the experience after graduating like that's all hard work being poured into one thing and like I want to be able to showcase that to the rest of the world that's awesome that's great you know it's 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 so important to you know I I think it's and like you said with the whole like oh everybody thinks that you know Harvard students are all preppy and all snobby (laughs) and they're too cool and um you know I also got this like I also got Um, like on another note, but kind of in the same vein of, you know, when, when people are doubted, like, oh no, you can't come to Harvard because you're not from this part of the world or whatever the case may be, you know, and and I was told like, I wouldn't be able to succeed in business because I, because if I don't have a degree, right. Cause I, Mm -hmm. I did end up, you know, I left university. I, it wasn't for me. And I left and a lot of my friends and people were telling me, oh no, Jeff, you need, you need to go through, even if you want to do sales or whatever. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think there's a lot of other people on this planet, yeah. you know, that are doing it, that have done it. And, that yeah. doing things, <laughs> and they took, right. They found an education, right. Maybe the education was in the classroom, but their education was at the business that they went to, right. The education okay. was at the internship. The education was wherever it was to learn their craft, right. Whatever mm-hmm. that is. And, and of course, like, you know, we can't just paint everybody with the same brush, so to speak. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so what are some, and maybe may, I think you touched on some of these, but what are like, you know, I don't know, one or two things that st- the parents or students, clients, customers from HSA tutoring, what are they, like, what are the, some of the things that they love the most from you and your team? What are some of the like takeaways? What are some things that you hear like, oh, you know what? Like people really love this about us. What, what are some of those things? Yeah. Very recently, this has become like a very, um, I don't know. I've, I've heard a lot of this very recently, but how easy it is to get in touch with us, um, especially after we implemented the free consultations on our website. I've heard a lot of potential buyers, even if they don't purchase anything, um, just reach out to us and like let us know, like, thank you so much for making this so easy. Or like, thank you for taking the time to like meet with us and making like the purchasing process a lot like clearer stuff like that and like it really makes me feel good I do a lot of these consultations I think it's because my name is like first on that page (laughs) so a lot of people schedule consultations with me um and I'm always happy to do them whether that be just like answering a couple questions about like what we are like in general or specific questions about like something that they're looking into purchasing um I that's something that I really enjoy um, in terms of helping people clarify that. And I think that comes off um, yeah. like welcoming to a lot of our customers. And that's something that I want to kind of like maintain Absolutely. and keep up. But the other side of things, like in terms of like our tutors and the actual experience as a whole, one thing that I've heard that a lot is that our tutors always come prepared to sessions, whether that be, you know, um, like preparing curriculum and like lesson plans coming to the session, making sure like everything that the student needs is like followed through on or like things just like, oh, preparing like extra work um, so that they have extra problems to go through, stuff like that. Um, So I, this is something that I really take pride in in all of our tutors. Um, 
we're actually in our spring hiring cycle right now. And I would like to say that I'm pretty um, strict when it comes to hiring our tutors, because obviously we want to be hiring the like best tutors that we possibly can to yeah. uh, like, you know, offer for our students and make sure that, you know, one thing is our quality and the other thing is making sure that like Harvard students are getting the employment opportunities that they need. So I'm like really trying to balance the both, like the two sides and making sure that like people who genuinely want to like spread their experience and their knowledge are getting the chance to do so. So I think that plays a really big role in like our customers, students coming back to us and saying like, wow, like this tutor really knew what they were doing. They knew exactly how to teach. They yeah. were able to like change their teaching style to adjust to my students, like learning style, whatever that yeah. is. So that's something that I really do take pride in. That's awesome. Quality, you know, I've always been a firm believer in quality over quantity. Yeah. And I think you seem to to value that as well. And I, and I don't think there's a, it's, it's random that you have most consultation sessions. I think they feel <laughs> the energy. I think they feel the passion, you know, when they see your, your, your profile picture there. Um, I guess they just can't resist, right? <laughs> I hope so. I do love talking to everyone. Yeah. So I'm a talker. <laughs> so, so that's a perfect transition to our, to our, to our last point here. Like, you know, you, you mentioned it's one of the great things, one of the, the top things that people love is just the ease of use and getting in touch with people. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and be, before I ask, I ask you, Hey, how can people get in touch with you? Right. That's the per perfect segue to this. We'll definitely put links so that people can get to know you. I'm more than happy to connect you with others, but I just got to give a shout out to David Paffenholz. David Paffenholz, um, um, is a stu I'm not sure if he's still studying at, at Harvard, but that was the person, that was the first person that I connected with on, on, from Harvard at LinkedIn. And then he ended up actually connecting me with someone else named Jasmine in HSA. Yes, funny story. I know, it's crazy. Interesting. And then that person wasn't uh, working there anymore or like, did, like went off to another position. Because when I called, I said, you know, hey, da-da-da, you know, I did my thing. And they're like, no, no, it's, 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 Jasmine Chen and I'm like and I'm like wait it's not and I was confused I was like wait are they confusing people like, no it's a different it's a different Jasmine I said oh okay and then you know that's our when I remember when we linked up we had we had our discovery calls and we had our exploratory calls with yourself and Moaz but David uh Paffenholz shout out to you my friend thank you for your open mind right he got he looked at my profile on LinkedIn and you know, we were going back and forth on chat and he's like, Hey, you know, like, I don't know everything what you guys do, but based on our conversation here, I think you guys might be able to help out our HSA tutoring. So, all right, all right. Amazing. So that's how I it, didn't that's, know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And, uh, anyway, so, so yeah. So how can, um, how can the audience know more about you? What's the best way to, to learn more about HSA and HSA tutoring? And of course, Jasmine Chen. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. That's one way um, to kind of get to know me. Um, feel free to reach out. I have social media and all of that. Um, feel free to reach out and ask any questions. But really, the best way to get in touch with HSA tutoring um, with me, HSA tutoring, like managing director, um, I would yeah. really just go to our website at hsatutoring.com. Um, yeah. You can feel free to schedule a co free consultation with me. I would uh -huh. love to talk to anyone who is interested. Um, you can also email us at tutoring at 
hsa.net. We check that email every single day. So you'll never have to wait more than that for a response. But yeah, those I feel like are the most direct ways to get in touch with us. And we are happy to talk to anybody. Um, I think my entire team are pretty much talkers. We do a lot of talking. Yeah. <laughs> so we would be happy to meet up with anyone. Yeah. Great. Well, that's, that's why you get along with Curtis and team, right? Because you guys chat all the time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for doing this. Um, I have a feeling this is definitely not going to be the last time that we talk and we interact. Um, keep up the great work. Honestly, like, you know, it's, it's wonderful to see people like you with your energy and your passion and your drive for whatever it is that you do, right? And, and your space is the education space. And I think that we need more progressive minds in education because, you know, especially, you know, we touched on it with COVID and the impact and some schools may not be around, but the ones that are progressive, the ones that adopt the right, um, you know, forward thinking and, and modern um, approaches to teaching and inclusiveness and accessibility, I think those are the ones that are going to thrive and, you know, you're, you're doing just that. So I'm happy thank to hear you. that our partnership is, is helping with that, right? So Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, this was the episode with Jasmine Chan from Harvard Student Agencies. We'll leave links below. Again, I am the host, Jeff Georgie, Quad C Podcast, tuning out, and we will catch you guys on the next one.